Hello, I'm Michael Smith, and you're listening to Paddleboat Theatre Company's very first podcast, The Paddlecast. For anyone unfamiliar with Paddleboat, I don't know how you came across this podcast, but I'm glad you did. Paddleboat Theatre are a community interest company based in the southwest of England, creating high quality theatre and workshops for families and young people. And those are the things that this podcast is really going to focus on. We'll be talking a lot about Paddleboat's projects, past, present and future. We'll be talking about some of the work we've done or will be doing with children, the challenges, the rewards, what we've tried to teach them, but really what we've learned. And we'll be talking about the general theatre scene in Exeter, Devon and the South West. Because we love it here. And we think that right now it's an incredibly exciting place to be, with lots of things happening. So I'm really hoping there's going to be something in here for lots of different tastes. Whether you're a parent looking for something to do, or if you're interested in the process of creating theatre, or if you work with young people yourself. We'll be diving into all of the above. So, without further ado, we'll begin at the beginning. Paddleboat was created in 2014, out of chance as much as anything else. We were still in our final year at the University of Exeter, studying drama, when a commission opportunity opened up with Doorstep Arts, who were part of Battersea Arts Centre's collaborative touring network. The commission was to create a piece of theatre about pirates that would help improve literacy skills for children in year two. And obviously we thought we were the ideal candidates to do just that. Again, by chance, both Katie Dash our now artistic director, and Hattie Brown, our now musical director, put in two separate applications for this project, having never discussed the matter, and only later realised how great it would be for the two of them to create the beast together. And I happened to luck out, because I was in the right place at the right time when both of them asked me to be in the play. I guess so it goes in the theatre world. The group, then, was completed by Rachel Norris. And so, the first draft of A Little Man's Holiday was born, which, as promised, was a swashbuckling tale of pirates on the high seas, which did a short tour of schools around Torbay. And I think the four of us pocketed a handsome sum of maybe £50 each from this four-date tour, which felt very exciting at the time. After this, we graduated our drama degree, with varying degrees of success and found ourselves at the crossroads that all graduates face, not knowing what to do with the rest of our lives, but really not wanting to go back to our hometowns. I'll say from my own perspective, I applied for any and all jobs under the sun, however tenuously related to the arts. The closest I came to any degree of success was a brief audition with Geese Theatre Company. Geese are an incredible group, who make interactive theatre to help rehabilitate people in prison. This still ranks as one of the hardest auditions I have ever done in my life. Needless to say, I was not successful. So, while I was flopping around panicking, Katie and Hattie recognised just how well received A Little Man's Holiday had been, and realised that we were onto something. We had all the resources for the play, we had all the contacts we needed to get started, We had all the momentum on our side. They had even produced another play in the meantime, a show called Curiouser and Curiouser, 
a piece where audiences walk through a beautiful garden and stumble across characters from Alice in Wonderland, with the walk led by Lewis Carroll as the tour guide, and the show ends with the audience sitting down to join in with a picnic at the Mad Hatter's tea party. Stuart Cottrell had taken on the role of Lewis Carroll, and also written the bulk of the show, and it turned out that Stuart could really, really write. He's an okay actor too. So the three of them had sat down and decided that come September, Paddleboat was going full steam ahead, with or without me. Apologies in advance, but that won't be the first or last intentional boat pun on this podcast. Jade Campbell, more on her later, gave me, at this point, the best piece of advice I have ever received, which was basically to the effect of, stop being an idiot and just go for it. If all of this falls flat on its face a year from now, so what? It's not like this is going to be time wasted. From everything you do, you'll learn something. Well, here we are, four years on, and it's still going. Stronger than ever, so cheers, Jade. Sadly, Rachel abandoned ship soon after to become a teacher, a role she was absolutely born for, and is currently improving the lives of a very lucky group of year sixes. Rachel is still the chair of our board, and comes in to give us a reality check every once in a while. Plus, she always gets to see the first draft of our new shows before anyone else. And if she cries, we know we're onto a keeper. Paddleboat have just finished creating our fourth show, Russell, and are currently weighing up the pros and cons of creating two more shows in 2018. Myself, Stuart, Katie and Hattie are four very different artists, which always makes devising a show an absolute joy and nightmare in equal measure. But somewhere in the last four years, we all stumbled across a guiding ethos that keeps us all on the same page. Paddleboat make theatre with, not theatre for. This may not sound like much, but to us, it's everything. It came about when we were watching a children's show by a different group, and a child in the front row kept on shouting out. Honestly, He was hilarious. The things he was shouting were comedy gold. He was stealing the show, not because he was heckling or trying to put the performers off. He was just so invested in what he was watching that he wanted to play the game with them. He was yelling suggestions and improvements. And it was no fault of the show or the performers, but right then, right there, they just couldn't or didn't accommodate that boy or his imagination. And so the play moved on. They spoke over him or ignored him or whatever else they needed to do to just get to the end. And I feel for them, I really do. We've been in that position ourselves and sometimes it is exactly what it takes. But I just came away from this show feeling like, what a shame. How much more could that play have been if those kids were let in? If the theatre wasn't just there for them, but it was with them. So, as much as possible and in as many ways as possible, This is how we work. Paddleboat shows are jam-packed with audience interaction. Everything we do, we try and make as relaxed or as accessible as possible. And finally, we try not to create our work behind closed doors. Every Paddleboat show has started as just the smallest seed of an idea. And that seed is grown by the imaginations of children. (laughs) We like to think that the four of us are an imaginative bunch but we have absolutely nothing on the children we work with. 
All paddleboat shows are created through creative residencies. We take our little idea for a show into a school, or a couple of schools for a term, and we'll let them kick the idea around, tear it apart, pull it in every direction imaginable. Then we'll take it away again and remould it back into a play. But that's not the end. Then we have to share it. And believe me when I say there is no critic more brutal than a child. A child will say out loud to their parents when they think something isn't funny, or when they think we look silly, or they'll yawn when they're bored. One child once pointed out that our play didn't have an ending, and every time they're right. So away we go again, for draft two and three and four, until every part of every show is theatre with, and not just theatre for. It's an ongoing process. And it's still something that we're learning and refining and growing and something that I'll continue to talk about in coming weeks because it's difficult, but I think it's really special when it works. And as artists and as people, it's taught us a lot. Jade was very, very right. We're definitely not the same people we were four years ago when we started this. And I mean that in the best possible way. I think we'll leave the story there for episode one. It was a pretty whistle-stop tour, but I thought I'd have to leave something for another time. I thought I'd end by sharing some of the things that we in Paddleboat are particularly excited for in the coming week. Tonight, we've had the pleasure and privilege to be invited to a sharing of new work by our friends in Bed With My Brother. Their show, We Are Ian, has taken the Edinburgh Fringe Festival by storm two years running now, and if you haven't seen it, you're missing out on a real treat. It's got biscuits and clowning and dancing and an incredible soundtrack. What more could you ask for? Their work is always pretty special, so we're excited to see what's going on in their heads this time around. Wednesday morning, I've had the pleasure, yet again, of being invited to King's Taunton to judge their annual poetry recital competition. I was invited to this last year by chance, and it was brilliant. Every child in the school learns and recites a poem and the best in every year goes through to the final. It's such a treat to hear children of this age speaking with such joy and confidence. There's no length limit to these poems. A child last year recited T.S. Eliot's Hollow Men, from memory, and I'm told that's not even close to one of the longest they've heard, and certain members of Paddleboat could learn a thing or two from these children. We'll also be clearing room in our calendar to see Chris White performing his new show, Sunk at the Bike Shed. Sunked is Chris's new spoken word show about his attempt to haul up the Titanic from the bottom of the ocean. Having seen some of Chris's previous shows, I can say with confidence that there is no better man for the job. And we'll probably stick around for a cocktail or two at the bar afterwards. Finally, at the end of the week, we'll be heading to Torbay to see the last show in Doorstep's autumn season, Going to Charlie's House. If you haven't heard of Doorstep, you should stop what you're doing immediately and start following them. Doorstep have recently become one of the Arts Council's national portfolio organisations, and it couldn't be more deserved. They're doing such incredible work. Twice a year, they're taking the best of Edinburgh and London fringe theatre shows and bringing them to Torbay, and plonking them right where communities want them most. I mean, you can see The Guardian's top theatre picks popping up in libraries and community centres. And what's more, they're programming this work side by side with homegrown talent. 
and work by an absolutely stunning youth theatre group that they run. I mean, these women are my absolute heroes. Going to Charlie's House is the last show in their season, and I think promises to be something really special. It's been inspired by a series of workshops in which a group of under fives have been visiting an old people's home for a number of weeks, and quite simply, experiencing playtime together, in both their pre- and post-verbal words. I went to a talk recently by Hugh Nankerville, one of the lead artists in the project, and he introduced me to a term that I think is really beautiful, skinship. Skinship's a Korean term that combines the idea of kinship and affection, with skin contact and touching, and it talks about the profound effect that this can have as both an educational and an emotional tool. It was a really interesting talk, and one that I probably can't do justice to right now, but it really made me think, especially as someone who works with children, and in particular a lot of children with disabilities or additional needs. From a safeguarding perspective, it's a really difficult topic. In an educational or theatre setting, what are the boundaries of contact with children? For anyone else out there who teaches or works with kids, I'm sure I'm not the only one, I've done shows where kids want hugs afterwards, or they walk up and start holding your hand, or I've been sat down reading a story on the floor and one of them's just come and sat on me. We've worked with a lot of children from a lot of different backgrounds, some of them coming to see these sessions as a way to escape or just to have a good time, and something as simple as a hug or a high five can be really huge for these children. But still, it's difficult. And this play, Going to Charlie's House, and their process, really shows how powerful this idea of skinship can be in practice. We've watched video clips of an 80-year-old man with dementia teaching a 4-year-old how to conduct, watching a 70-year-old who none of the care workers have ever seen smile before building a bridge made out of vegetables with a three-year-old girl. There's a real power and simplicity to how beautiful these kind of moments are. So as you can tell, I'm quite excited for this one. Oh, and it's got Jade Campbell in, who, as far as I'm concerned, is a legend, if you need any more persuading. So there you go. That is our week in theatre, and I'd thoroughly recommend all of them. And that's episode one, come to an end. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it was interesting. This was our first outing to do a podcast, so if you tuned in, we'd love to hear your thoughts, what you'd like more of, less of, or any questions you want answered. I'm going to try and do one of these every week. So there you go. I've committed to that on social media, and as far as I'm concerned, that's legally binding. So I'll see you next Monday for episode two where we will be talking all things Christmassy. Who knows, I might even ask Catty Brown, our musical director, to write me a jingle for next week. So thank you for listening, and see you then. To keep up to date on what Paddleboat are currently up to, why not head over to our website at www.paddleboattheatre.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at paddleboattco. See you all soon.